0: Take 5, a podcast by the Sporting Times Broadcast Network. Starts now.
1: Don't be shocked, but you are listening to a new episode of the Sporting Times podcast with Joe Brunk and yours truly, Doug Thompson. Welcome in, Joe. I feel as though... I just want to say, is anybody
0: out there? I, I hope so, because we have left them abandoned oh. and alone for quite some time. It's been like six months. I was shocked when you told me that. <laughs> yeah. Six so, months. Yeah, it's it's great that we, we, we did podcasts pretty much through this whole COVID thing. When there was no <laughs> sports going on, we still came in here and did podcasts and talked about basically nothing. Yes. And then sports kind of came back and we did some football. We we stayed through and did some podcast during football season. And then when there's a whole lot of sports going on, basketball and baseball yeah. and softball, we just disappear. Well, not not anything to talk about on the podcast. And now that all those seasons are over, we're back on. We're back. I know. Here we are. <laughs> it's but it's crazy because you uh the last
1: I think the last one we did, maybe uh you you were engaged and mm-hmm. you you and Allie had not been uh did not have the wedding yet. But it's just like when when things began to open up a little bit, then as a company we also did mm-hmm. as well. So it was like, okay, man, things are going back again. We had missile conference going on. I mean, just it was like just a, a crazy time. And when you just told me a little while ago, six months, it doesn't seem like it's been six months, <laughs> but I do remember when we first did the podcast during COVID, I ran that uh, 20 foot, 20 foot court across the middle of the office. I was so paranoid about <laughs> COVID and it was just, it was bizarre. You are on one end. I was on the other end. And uh we did the show, but I think if you go back and listen to that, uh you would you'll hear kind of a, a little hesitancy from me, uh, just a little nervousness. Mm-hmm. And um but it's just been Katie Bar the door. I mean, we have been we have been busy. We went through a basketball season, went through a baseball and a softball season. And uh, you know, I, I thought God, I gotta get with Joe. We gotta get this thing going because we do have a lot to talk about there are things uh that have happened and that are going to be happening uh look at we are 50 uh 58 days I think away from uh the first kickoff of high school football
0: I mean think Just about that counting down already right right yeah.
1: we've got uh the Paul Gray Prep Sports Football Media Day August 7th which is on Saturday mm-hmm And we're going to expand coverage of that. We're going to invite Caverna. We're going to invite Hart County. Edmondson County, even though they're not considered uh, in, I think, the Sky Conference, Mm. we we look at things maybe more geographically than a conference or a region when it comes to things like that. We've invited those schools before, and they really enjoy coming. Mm -hmm. And um, so we could have as many as 21 schools. Uh, at this next uh, football. That's a lot of schools, Dad. It is a lot of schools, and we are going to live stream it. Okay. So, uh, and not sure, Joe, how we're going to handle uh, fans coming in to watch. Uh, not sure about that yet. I-, I think there will be a change of venue like we did last year. Of course, that was a COVID. Mm-hmm. Whew, that was um, that was a tough one to do, to to make the call to do that. And even though we went to great lengths to, you know, wipe down the mics, everybody was six feet apart. It was just media. Um, we still got a little pushback from that. Mm. Like, really? You know, it's August and you're having a media day. So that's why we kind of said, okay, look at we'll we'll wait on the rest of them, and uh, you know, look at doing them in 2021. So
0: yeah. I mean, sports so were going to come back eventually, and eventually we get back to doing some media day. So
1: yeah, exactly. Now let's let's talk a little before we get in, into sports. The last time we spoke, you were engaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're no longer engaged. No so, longer engaged, uh, and which, in a good way. But yeah, I was just going to say gonna you're say. not you're not back on the market. No, nope. and nope. Um,
0: in fact, you're coming up on your one month. I'm today is two months. Two man. months yeah, already. Today is two months, Doug. So yeah.
1: so. Two months into it. By the way, your 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 wife. I can't even. She's not even a girlfriend anymore. She's not your fiance. Nope. Uh, she's she's not even a date. You went from nope. a date to a girlfriend to a fiance to a wife.
0: Yeah. Pretty pretty quick. Pretty quick. Well, I mean, the whole span. We dated for two years. It was the two-year anniversary that we got engaged. I've lost right? such
1: grasp of time.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, and then well, everyone did during this the, yeah. all of this stuff. And then the engagement was very short. It was it was really about four or five months of engagement. So, well, yeah. I really right at four. Yeah. So, but it was a it was yeah. a
1: beautiful wedding. Uh, Allie, even uh, in the rain. W- yeah, but you know what? It it didn't it didn't rain. It yeah.
0: Stopped. By the time the ceremony came, it stopped yeah. about thirty minutes before yeah. the ceremony, which was good, uh, and it held off the rest of the night, which yeah. was good. Uh, but yeah, the the next four weekends, I believe, yeah, perfect weather. <laughs> sure. You know, Friday beforehand, perfect weather. Sure. The Sunday after, perfect right. weather. Perfect weather every other weekend. Uh, yeah, the wife hasn't let me. Uh, you know. Forget that, Yeah, you know, the, the, the day that we get married is the day that it rained and in all of this time. But, but Joe, yeah.
1: if you can figure out how to control the rain, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be very wealthy. Then,
0: then I'd be okay. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be well off. Yeah, but. They'll be
1: calling you something other than Joe. Yeah. I
0: haven't figured that out yeah. yet. Yeah. Now, uh,
1: two months into it, right? Yeah. Um, you've been a bachelor for, I, I don't want to give away how many years, uh-huh. but for a while, for a while, um, Has it taken you a little time to get used to or was it just a natural, you know, I mean, are you hanging up your shirts? Are you washing out the pots and pans after you use them?
0: I mean... Well, to to be fair, neither uh-huh. one of us is great at putting away laundry, so <laughs> that is one thing that we both are working perfect, on.
1: Perfect match. We're we're
0: we're getting better at that, but there's still some baskets that have some clean clothes, but they're in baskets, they're not on the floor. So that's an improvement. Yeah, that's, right. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we got that going on. Uh, dishes. I mean, yeah, we we take care of the dishes after after we cook. Yeah. So as best we can, we have a tiny. Like half dishwasher, because
1: okay. So, mm-hmm. so what's the biggest change you have had to make um, from your your bachelor days?
0: I, I think the biggest is is honestly it's just sharing space in general, but maybe more specifically sharing sharing the bed. Because I mean I'm used to having the full size bed to myself. I can sprawl out, I can move without consequence, <laughs> and know that I'm not affecting someone else's sleep. Not only have I added a wife into that. Now, we. Now I'm not in a full bed. This is a queen because yes. she has a queen bed. There we go. Uh, so, uh, so I mean, yes, I'm sharing the bed with her, but also the two dogs sleep in the bed as well. What? Yeah. Yeah. She is always... These dogs have slept in the bed pretty much since she's had them, and she's had them for almost four years, if not four years.
1: So, yeah. even though she's married now, the dogs still the dogs, are up there.
0: The dogs are still up in the bed, they aren't going anywhere. Let dog. me tell you
1: something about going let me tell anywhere. you something about
0: dogs uh, uh-huh. as as pets. When you guys
1: if you two have children, uh-huh, those dogs will become not quite they may not be on top of the bed anymore. I'm just saying okay. once you have kids, dogs, you know, kind of take a little bit of a back seat. And I, I'm telling you, I had uh-huh. a very good friend that had a mutt, that treated that mutt like it was... And I have dogs, and I treat my dog the same way. But my kids are fully grown. But he bought special food and this and that and this and that, but as soon as they had their, their first child, mm-hmm. and they had two, he never mentioned that dog again. Mm. I'm just saying.
0: Now, well, I mean, maybe we'll, different. We'll see. I but mean, that's
1: not... I mean, that, that's the only adjustment that you've had to I make. Mean, I
0: think that's the biggest one. But, I mean, that's kind of the the... the <laughs> The fun, hey, tell people, like, it's the fun story of just the general sharing a smaller space. Right. Because, you know, I went from being in a house with a roommate. I had my own room. You know, we, we were very much, you know, he had the upstairs. I had the downstairs. You know, just a lot of space. Right. And then moving into her house, which is where we're at now. And it's a two-bed, one-bath. Right. Uh, you know, the bath, uh, yeah, sharing sharing a bathroom and it's a smaller <laughs> bathroom. Uh, she's not much of a fan of that. I can tell you that right now. She's looking forward to the day where we could get a house. Which, by the way, folks, if you're selling a house, hey, uh, there's a good, we we're good we're way. shopping. Yeah. So you know, so you can email Joe, right? Hit us, hit me up. On, yeah. I mean, it don't matter how you find me. Yeah. On Twitter at that Joe Brung. Yeah. Message him, Just Whatever. Message me. They need a house. Let's we go, will, folks. We will come and look at it because a half were, a million and down is where they're looking easy hold up half a mil um am i about to get a raise here <laughs> you, about, you got some other big news you want to share because well, that would be great because we have looked no joke we've looked at over 80 houses since january
1: well they're saying the market is beginning to flatten out a little bit well, i don't it i don't quite it believe yet. that but it they're yet. saying they're saying it is but Anyway, it's it's fun and it's amazing that we've gone six months and you've gone through all this
0: life change and yeah. job change and um, moving across town and yeah, and I, like, mean, I, I I did a lot and yeah. also while working a job that was working me overtime huh. and then trying to do all the the broadcasts the broadcasts. But here's so, the thing: yeah. if if you don't behave, uh-huh. you might get
1: some space back because yeah. you'll find that couch pretty quick. Yeah. All right? You just like head to the couch, buddy. Get on get on over there. <laughs> so but anyway, it has been um it's been a whirlwind. And Joe, we have got I I guess the biggest news or, or one of the big stories this spring was the the fourth region girls' softball championship, which you had a team that was thirty two and one. Mm-hmm number one in the state, South Warren Lady Spartans, taking on Philip McKinney's uh, Warnie's Lady Raiders, who yeah. had lost three times previously to South Warren, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the first two games were pretty close. The third game they lost, I think it was in five innings, it was like 11-1 to one or something like that, that, that South Warren had defeated them. Mm-hmm. So they... East makes it back to the fourth region championship. And uh, lo and behold, they end up winning that thing. And, um, you know, it doesn't shock me that, that, that outcome. I mean, when you have a dominant team like South Warren, you know, they ended up being 32 and two, but their games weren't that far apart, at least the first two. And, they're such huge rivals mm-hmm. in softball, mm-hmm. and you never know what's going to happen. You talk to some people like I'm shocked that South Warren lost. I'm sh-. I wasn't shocked because you and I've been doing this for a while, and we know the history of when teams rivals meet. But you know, when I interview McKinney, I'm going to ask him. I you know, did you do the rope a dope on the <laughs> on the third game? I mean. That's it, – it It was really – it was quite amazing. And they they really represented well in the fourth. They had a very, very good team. Lucy Patterson, first-team All-Stater. Uh, Emma Markham, another first-team mm-hmm. All-Stater out of East. You know, just a really solid program. But that was uh, – that was really big news.
0: Yeah, and it just seems every year those two teams, when they meet – on Western softball field, it's just a banger. Yeah. Like that is a game that even if you're not, even if you haven't watched another softball game this year, just go ahead and, and get there early. Cause it's one, it's going to be packed. Yeah. Cause there's a ton of people that go and there's not a ton of seating. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's people that are hanging out in the parking structure watching that game. And a lot of them, it's yeah. not just like a smattering of people. It's like, crowds of people watching yep. the game from the parking structure for that game. But two, I mean, they're just so good. Those games are like, it's not just, Oh, it's a tight game. It's, you know, whatever. No, this thing is, there's great plays. There's plays that like, well, if that one doesn't get made, this game's a blowout or this game gets away from them. And they just seem to to make the plays that they need to, to to stay in the game and to win the game. And it happens year in and year out. It's incredible to get to see Just those two compete on that field. There's something about being on that field that those games are just absolutely amazing to watch. Now, I didn't get to watch it this year, but I could hear it (laughs) from where I was. I was over at the Nick, at at Nick Dennis Field, doing the baseball region championship, which was happening at the same time. I could hear the crowd from the softball game. Over at the Nick, that's how loud the crowd was getting. Yeah, especially was... there towards the end when the when like a home run happened late in that one to send it or to tie it late, and then when the game winner happened when he's got that run in at the end, like the crowd just went nuts. I didn't know what happened. I just was like, well, something happened over there yeah. across. They they they're letting me know. Yeah, and and
1: you know Kelly Reynolds, great coach, uh, has done a phenomenal job at South Warren, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. I know her I know her kids were devastated I mean yeah. it was just devastating for them, but um that's sports I mean mm-hmm. that's competition and rivalries and you just never know what you're gonna get uh when you when you put two teams like that together uh, you know the the sure bet I think for most people would have said, yeah I'm gonna go with the thirty two and one team Number yep. one in the state have been for weeks and weeks and weeks, mm-hmm. and they defeated him already three times. But man, it's it's a rivalry and it's a fourth region championship. Now you were in the baseball mm-hmm. side of things, and I was watching your broadcast, and I had made a call to Nate um, Metz. Okay, I think I yeah Nate, and I said, look at. It looks like Bowling Green is headed to uh Legion's Field or Legends Field and Joe can't make it.
0: Against McCracken, yeah.
1: In the sixth in the sixth inning. I'm sorry, I said fourth region. This is semi state, right? Yeah. And so, I think in the sixth inning, in maybe, the
0: fifth. The six is when McCracken made their move. Okay, so fifth. So through fifth, it was looking like Bowling yeah. Green was moving on.
1: Okay, so I'm I'm making calls and getting everything in line, getting it ready to go. Next thing I know, I come back and that's it's I couldn't believe it.
0: Yeah. What happened? Uh, McCracken's really good. <laughs> I know they are. Uh, they're a team that throughout the year had been known to be able to put. A- McCracken was ranked fourth in the state. Bowling Green was ranked fifth. Uh, When you look at what was on that field at Western Kentucky that day for the semi-state, you had three of the top five teams playing on that field in two games. Because Owensboro Catholic was there in the first game. They were ranked third. They actually lost to Lyon County, who was ranked like 16th, I think, uh, in the state in those same rankings. Then you had Bowling Green and McCracken, who were four and five. Bowling Green jumped out to the other start. I mean, Forbes had that home run that that got him up early. They were up three nothing. Things were looking good. Burwash was dealing. Close that yeah. maybe to stop the air from being picked up on the mics. Maybe there we go. Nice, uh, nice move. How do you like that? Yeah, uh, nice. I mean, Burwash through five innings was solid. McCracken was getting one hit per inning. That was all they were getting. One hit each time. Boom. One hit left a guy stranded. End of the inning, no score. Right. And then Bowling Green got another run in the fifth. It's looking good. 4 nothing. They got that extra run. Man, here we go. All right, let's get these last two innings. Burwash is dealing. We've got some guys in the bullpen if we need them. But, you know, Burwash has been a guy pretty much every game that we broadcast. And Burwash's pitch, one, he's won. But, two, he's gone the distance. Yeah. Uh, and he was looking to do it again. Got into the sixth inning. McCracken got a guy on. And uh, they, got, they got more than one hit in the sixth. One of those extra hits was a two-run home run. So that made it 4-2. Okay, hey, you know what? Stop the bleeding. You still got a two-run lead heading into the final inning, right? You still got Burwash. He's still not looking bad. And you've got some guys that you could bring in to to do the relief. And because it was a Saturday, next game was on Wednesday, pitch count's not a super huge factor there. Um, So you could bring in pretty much anybody that you wanted to at that point. Seventh inning comes. Bowling Green pretty much goes three up, three down. Um, and then seven, then he comes and McCracken just starts getting guys. Like there was a, you know, there was a single, there was a walk. Um, and they eventually Bowling Green got to the point and said, okay, we, we've got to pull. We got to pull water wash. We got to bring in some. So they brought in Carson Myers, who's right. both of those guys, I, I believe going into the game had a, an ERA under one. They do. They do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like you're going, okay, you're going from one really good pitcher with a low ERA to another really to a good pitcher. To a left, yeah. yeah, so you're, you're switching things up. His first pitch, Doug, hits the back of the McCracken County batter, sends him to first, and that loads up the bases. Right? So bases are loaded. There is one out. And the next at-bat, Wild pitch gets behind the catcher. Run comes in to score. Runners advance. So now it's four three. Runners on second and third. Right. And uh you're like, oh man, like this is Bad. this is this, oh man. Fielder's choice. Guy picks it up, throws it over to first, gets the out. That's two outs. Runner from third comes home, ties it up at four. Oh boy. Runner from second moves over to third. So now there's a runner on third. Two out, you're in the bottom of the seventh. You've got, I mean, you could argue that Carson Myers is the best pitcher on that Bowling Green team.
1: You but he, could, but he could. throws, he throws strikes.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, he throws strikes, yeah. right? And so he gets the next guy. They're, you know, they're having a good battle. Dude pops up, high fly ball, deep into right field, and you can tell that the right fielder. He's having trouble finding that ball. Oh no. Just can't locate it. And it drops just out of arm's length. Drops, hits the ground. Guy comes in to score, and that's the ball game. So you've got the like you've got a pitcher who who has been phenomenal all season, yep. who comes in to try to close it, just couldn't get it close. And then you've got a right fielder who really has been good out there in the field all year and has made some some really good catches. And honestly, I think he just lost it in the lights and just couldn't find it and it, and it drops and, and that's the end of the season for them.
1: Yeah, and and for our, our listeners, you can watch that game on Spoiler Alert on demand. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. But you can go back and watch it uh, on stfanclub.com uh, forward slash I think live and then go to the on demand
0: tab mm-hmm. and watch it there now McCracken County makes it to the finals. Yeah. I we were talking we were talking after the game. I was talking with the with McCracken's radio guy who by the way is phenomenal. He may be one of the best guys in the state, to be honest. Eric Chumler's really, really good uh, at what he does. And so we were talking, he was like, man, he's like, I don't give up on this McCracken County team, but I'd given up on them at this point. I didn't think they were going to make that comeback. And he was like, I felt so bad for this Bowling Green team to lose it that way. Because yeah. uh, we both felt that the winner of that game, the McCracken County game, had a really good shot to get to the championship because – we knew that Danville was really good, and Danville could put up a lot of runs. But playing at Legends Ballpark, it's a bigger ballpark, tougher to hit home runs. And that's Danville's strength has been hitting home runs.
1: But McCracken scores 15,
0: yeah, and Danville scores 10. And scores 10. So like, it went a completely different way than yeah. I thought it would. But I thought, hey, I think I think McCracken has a shot against Danville because I don't think they're going to be able to knock as many home runs. In that ballpark and i think that's going to give mccracken at least the chance well they took advantage of that one and that would have been a game that would have been a lot of fun to watch uh but then trinity was just they just running through everybody like trinity was really good this year and uh they they, showed it they were amazing yeah i mean
1: they were double digits
0: every single Mm -hmm. game runs yeah and i mean bowling green bowling green was with trinity when they played early in the season. They were within a run or two going into the seventh inning, and then they just put up like eight in the seventh or something. Like yeah. they they It ended up looking like a run rule, but it's because they put up like seven or yeah. eight runs in the last inning. Yeah. So, I, But Trinity was really good. They showed it in the championship winning it in five innings. And hats off of, to them. And did you know, Doug, that that is the first state championship for Trinity? And with that championship, they have now won a state championship – in all 10 of the Cages Will A sports that they have teams for. Is that right? Yeah. Is that I right? S- I saw a post from somebody uh, when they won it. It was like, okay, they, like, they've won this many in football, they've won this many in wrestling, this many in swimming, da-da-da-da-da. It's like baseball, they had not won you, one. You're
1: going to start seeing posts like yeah. those
0: private schools,
1: they win everything.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and Trinity does win they a, won a lot. whole lot. They win a lot. They really do. Uh, but this was their first ever one in baseball. That's great. Yeah. That's,
1: that's, that's, uh, that's fantastic. So so let's talk about the guys. You know, Burwash makes it first team All-State. Gosh, he was so um, good. But, but Mar- uh, Myers and Forbes get second team mm-hmm. All-State. I got to tell you, Patrick Forbes yeah. is one of the best high school hitters I have seen in a long, long, long time. They actually walked him in the fourth region to load the bases. For Carson Myers. For Carson Myers, yeah. who is one of the top two or three batters.
0: Yeah, they they intentionally walked Patrick Forbes twice yes. in that region championship Yes, game. he Yes, yeah.
1: and, and you can watch him at the plate. He turns on the ball like I have not seen any. I mean, he... And I've seen him hit more multiple base hits, triples and doubles than I've seen him hit singles this year. And I've seen a
0: lot of bowling. I think he leads a team in triples. I think he leads them doubles, doesn't he, Joe? He might have. I th- those are two that I really didn't keep track. I, when I have my stats that I'm going through the game, I keep track of hits, runs, RBI, uh, and if the and home runs, kinda. I don't have, like, a a whole column for home runs. I kind of have a note at the bottom. It's like, this kid has four or five or whatever. He wasn't leading in home runs. In fact, I think the one that he hit in the uh, semi-state was, like, his second of the season. So, but, but man, that Forbes kid, he peaked at just the right time in that region championship in the semi-state. He showed out. With a lot of people watching him, and there's a lot of people who walked away from Nick Dennis Field over that about week, week and a half that that Bowling Green got to play over there, going, "Hey, that number four, he can that that four could play. He had, He's really good.
1: He had uh, he leads the team in triples. Uh, he was second in the team. I'm sorry, third. Let me take this back. He was third in doubles, and he led the team in triples, and he was third in home runs." And he averages four oh six at the plate,
0: yeah, I mean he he had a really good year, and he's also just super versatile. I mean he played I think he primarily played third because Burwash primarily played short, but whenever Burwash pitched, Forbes moved over to short. Um, you know, he also pitched some in relief. yeah uh, he's he's got a lot of tools, man. He can be really, really good. And he's coming back. And he's coming back. Yeah. So, like, look for him to be one of the driving forces with that team next year. Yep. And, I mean, here's the thing, man. Like, last, last year, this was a team that was expected to make a deep run at state and graduated seven kids. Then they bring back this squad, <laughs> and they ran roughshod over the region. I mean, they dropped one to Glasgow on the road. But I'm, I'm telling you, that was a bullpen day. And it may have been a bullpen day for both teams, And so, yeah, but I didn't see any in the stat line in that game. I didn't see any of the starters. Yeah, exactly. Like that was one of those. It's like, look, it's the end of the week. It's not a district matchup. You know, like we're going to, we're going to throw some guys and give them a couple innings of work and then we'll bring in another guy, a couple innings of work type deal. That that's what that day was. And not to take away from what Glasgow did, no, they, you know, they were kind of doing the same thing too. Uh, So, but you, you got to see when they met up in the region just what Bowling Green could do because they put it up on Glasgow in that region tournament, but they, I mean, they they cruised through the region and just ran up again and again through five innings looked like they were pretty comfortable against McCracken and then just couldn't finish it out. And, and it's a bummer. They lose a fair amount of guys from this team. You know, Myers moves on. Burwash graduates. Uh, Brady Key, I believe, graduates. Um, I think
1: maybe maybe he comes back. Maybe Key comes back.
0: Key might come back. Um, I'll tell you in one second. It was like, there, but like there's there's quite a few guys that graduate from this team. Yeah. There's, a, there's four or five guys that graduate. But you're gonna have you're gonna have Forbes come back. You're gonna have Dylan Mayners come back. That kid's oh, good. Oh man, I like him. That kid's really good. He's a sophomore. Well, he'll be a junior when they come back. You yeah, know, you're next right. Key he, he
1: does graduate. Okay. Yeah, but man, he.
0: But Mainers they
1: just they just get on him. His players they love getting on him mm-hmm. in a good way, right? Yeah. And uh, they, you know, because he's a underclassman, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, after the games, I mean, they're having a good time with him, but
0: he he can dish it out too. Yeah, Maynard I mean, Maynard showed. He's got the tools, man. And as a sophomore, he was one of the top in batting average for that team. He was hitting in the number two spot pretty much all season. But, boy, he hates not to get a hit. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Does yeah. he
1: get mad? You know, because I was, I was shooting in the dugout, and uh, he just come back, and they're just madder than a Hornet, just coming in there just because he wants to get a hit every time. Yeah, I mean, he they all do. But, I mean, he really got mad. And uh, disappointed, but you're right. He's he's a lot of fun to watch, yeah. and uh,
0: he's, he's going to be good for two more years. Yeah, he's solid, man. Yeah. Like that kid. I mean, honestly, there's probably people already looking. Like, there's colleges that are probably already looking at Dylan. To be honest, he'll yeah. end, I think he'll end up at a at a pretty decent school. Like, I I would say at a major conference school. Like, you could see him. Like, I mean, we've had kids that have gone to Louisville from Bowling Green right. to play baseball. I. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked if you saw him at a at a school of that caliber. To be honest, he's he's already really good, and, and he's got two more years. And
1: you know, Patrick Forbes. I mean, what, what does his future hold? And you know, his we we know his dad very well. Yeah, West Point graduate.
0: His dad knows his stuff too. He does. He knows his and, stuff,
1: and and he loves doing the uh, loves doing the radio, right? But it's a little different when you have a son on the team. It's like
0: when his son's pitching, though. Mm-hmm. No, so <laughs> he gets a little he get a little nervous and, and look I think pretty much any dad would get nervous with their son on the mound but yeah yeah and that was it no I enjoyed getting to do a, a couple games with 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 Papa Forbes uh, yeah because he, he knows he's what guy. he's talking about way more than I do I'm still I'm still learning more about baseball that that's it's wild because like I'm learning a lot of these sports like I didn't really know a whole lot about football before I started broadcasting football over 10 years ago. Yeah. I've kind of had to learn it as I broadcasted. Basketball I knew. I grew up with basketball. But baseball, like I'm I'm having to learn. Like I know the basics. I know what's ahead. I know what's in like I know terminology, but I don't know you know more of the strategy and like the mindset and thinking of of certain things in certain ways and and I'm learning that more. As I, as I've got to do more seasons of baseball and, and enjoying it a whole yeah, lot. It's
1: baseball is really fun to, to broadcast. It's a, I mean, it's, it's a different, yeah, uh, case. It's so
0: different. It's so different than everything else.
1: But I'll tell you a funny story about Lucas Forbes, mm-hmm. uh, senior, the dad, yeah. right? Not senior because his kid's name is Patrick. Yeah. But um, anyway, <laughs> Lucas. So I met him uh, about 15, 16 years ago and, uh, I was in, I was doing soaky tennis right, so I was playing tennis. Maybe it could have been seventeen years ago, but whatever. And I got into one of these summer tournaments, and Chad Young, who I need to thank for for doing this to me for two years in a row, schedules me at high noon. In, oh yeah, in like July. Thanks, man. Right. Yeah. So you're on a tennis court. You're you're baking, but I get out there, and I'm at that point. I'm I'm forty. Five years old, I guess. And uh, I look at the draw, and I'm playing this guy by the name of Lucas Forbes, who I don't know who that is. So right before I get out onto the court, uh, someone says, oh, you're playing Lucas. And I said, yeah. I said, do you know him? He goes, yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. He's a West Point graduate. And I'm like, great.
0: I'm playing
1: somebody. And so I'm out there in, I don't know, jersey shorts and some raggedy T-shirt and whatever. Lucas Forbes hits the court, and he's like in, like, Nike tennis wear. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, the guy, and he's, he was in just, like, uh, unbelievable condition. Just, mm. you, right? And I thought, this is not going to go well. And luckily, we, we had a really fun time. I ended up losing to Lucas, not because Lucas of your tennis skills, just because you got in my head uh, because of your 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 uh-huh. history. So, um, but it was a lot of fun, and, and he, he's just a super guy. And um, but yeah, that's how I met Lucas. And uh, but yeah, when I asked him if he would sit in and help with the broadcast, you know, I was listening to him talk about baseball and what was going on. And I was enjoying it, mm-hmm. right? And you're right. He's just super knowledgeable about, first of all, all the kids that are on Bowling Green's team, yeah. but just the game itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's it was fun. And, you know, we, we put a big bow around baseball and a, a big bow around softball. And now we turn our attention to football, Joe, which starts uh, in less than four weeks uh, as far as – Summer practices.
0: Yeah, we're uh, we're hitting that dead period, which they're actually bringing back and installing a dead period <laughs> this summer. Uh, I believe it either started last Friday or it starts this Friday. It's one of the two, uh, I it, think.
1: Well, it ends, I think, July 12th. Okay. But I think it may start next Friday. Okay. Of course, I don't think they call it the dead period anymore because nobody wants to use the word dead. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. It's <laughs> all politically correct all stuff now.
0: It is the, in high school football the dead the, period the, the silent period <laughs> the, you can't have the, the time when coaches and players can't interact all right there but it's quiet time quiet in high time. school football yeah
1: so for um, all the sports, day, sports So I I do have to tell you I am going uh I'm going to take a couple of days off I'm going up uh to the big blue state you know the in oh, yeah, the I'm, big house the big house uh, but before I do that I'm actually uh, going to uh, see my old high school football coaches. Okay. So we've arranged a, a little get together, and uh, I may do an interview with them while I'm up there. Yeah. And just you know talk to them about uh, back in the day, and uh, and we may play it here just so you can have a little cheap entertainment, Joe. Yeah. So that you can listen and then just tee off on me. Yeah. For
0: I don't know. However long you want to look, any other fodder that you can give me to use against <laughs> you, I'm all for it. Uh, well, not well, that see. I need it, but I, I have, will take
1: it. I have about an eight-hour drive. Depending on what they say, you <laughs> may not, you may not get it. But I'm really looking forward to it because you know the head coach is now in his um, late seventies. Uh, actually, he's got to be. He's got to be in his eighties. Yeah, he's got to be in his eighties. And the assistant coach. Who was a quarterback at Eastern Michigan University when he played college ball is in his seventies. So, um, uh, you know, it'll it'll just be fun to to meet up with him again and talk to him. But um, yeah, so good stuff ahead, Joe. I mean, get your calendar right, yeah, because we've got uh, Bowling Green Purple Football, yeah, and then we've got
0: new stadium coming along. Oh man, man. have you well, seen it? I have seen it. They got to hit that target date. It's going to be done. Yeah. I was like, well, I mean, they they do have, you know, the first week is at Western. Right. And I think they've scheduled more that their home games are on the back end, like the home games are on the back end of the schedule, which is smart. Uh, just to make sure. But yeah, they've they've got to hit that day. But the press box is already up there, Doug. Yeah. Nice. It's big. They do got you,
1: space. Do they have uh do they have your name? Or do they have our name up there anywhere?
0: I I, I haven't looked at the inside. All well I've, we need to go I've, up there. I've just driven by and seen it Can like, we get up there? from a distance. Can we get up there? Uh, I don't know. That construction zone's still pretty uh I got a hard hat. Pretty pretty busy. We'll get a hard hat. Yeah. We'll go up
1: there. Yeah. So so we got purple football and mm-hmm. super excited about that a 5, a defending state football champions. And then, you know, I don't know what we're going to do, uh, with the other broadcasts. I mean, it could be a game of the week. It might be exclusively Greenwood. Like we did last year, Mm -hmm. had a great interview with coach Howard this week. Uh, by the way, he, he will be on the sporting time show on WNKY Saturday. You got to watch it. Uh, first time ever, uh, interview uh the way that we we did it where he was at it's 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 hilarious and coach howard he pulled it off um so we've got that going on, but I don't know what we're gonna do i mean you know we'll see um we may we may add another group another team out there um i don't know i mean we've got uh we got some flexibility and the great thing is we have four platforms that you can watch i mm-hmm. love that. And the Facebook Live is fun uh, for folks that are used to really utilizing Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, that don't want to download the app or whatever, may not know how to download the app or don't want to do that. Jump on Facebook Live and mm-hmm. it's
0: there. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I got pretty, pretty good response yeah. from uh, from doing it with baseball for the region yeah. tournament and stuff. So they're pretty good, pretty decent numbers pulling it in there. Yeah. So that was good.
1: Yeah, so so we're we're super pumped up, and you know we are so happy to be back doing the podcast. And uh, you know I've got a third mic here. We will have a guest in for next week's show, Joe. Oh. I didn't want to do it today just because I didn't know with the new computer and what we're doing. Yeah. If if you know we were going to have any technical issues, we didn't because <laughs> you're good at what you do. But next week, I'm thinking um, I get Cy in here. Yeah. Bring it in CY uh you know and see if he'll come on board talk a little talk a little uh sports with that us. That would be uh that would be interesting. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? That
0: would be very interesting. Yeah. To so see you'll have to find
1: know. out who CY is next week. Um but it might be it might be just a polite no, but maybe not. Maybe not. You know, or we might get uh Domin- Dom- Dominique back down here. There we go. Yeah, I know us. It's been a while. I almost said Domin- Dominic, but it's Dominique. Uh-huh. Uh, Taryn wants to do the show with us. Taryn Johnson over at WNKY. Yeah, wants to stop by. Uh, so you know,
0: I, we got the space. We, we got the space, and we got the people. We got the so, people. You so, know, so uh, and we've got a, a summer to to fill a podcast. <laughs> so you know, yeah.
1: I, I know we do, but I, th- I think we're going to fill it. I mean, yeah. you know, I, we're I, we've got a lot going on. You know, you got married, but I also turned a big six zero. Yeah, since our last mm-hmm. podcast, but I don't feel six zero. That's good. I can't say it. I got to say like six zero. Uh huh. I can't right.
0: Isn't that weird? You Just you can't accept it yet. I can't uh-huh. accept it. Okay. I might in a few. I'm,
1: <laughs> I might in a few weeks accept <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah. So. Um, but we're just going to keep on keeping on at Sporting Times. And, again, uh, we appreciate all the support. And our advertisers, sponsors, partners are absolutely off the charts, Joe. I yeah. mean, we've got some great ones, as you know, because you keep saying their names Year after year after year, running their commercials. I
0: was like, I. That's a good I, sign. They're they're familiar names to me at this <laughs> That's point, right. you know. So yeah, definitely appreciate all those guys. Yeah, for sure. Well, Joe, I'm going to test
1: you right now. Oh, and, boy. and let you um, take us out of here and remind our listeners how they can contact us, mm-hmm. how they can watch us, and I want to see if you if you get everything right. I'm just going to
0: sit back. And let you take over. It's like, over. are you actually going to sit back or are you going to get up and walk away gonna, like you normally do? I'm going to sit back oh, and just boy. see if you if you get it all. I'm going to write on. down right now. Okay. Get get, you, get your pen and paper ready. Got get, it. Get the, get the popcorn ready too, guys. All right. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's edition of the Take 5 Podcast. Make sure that you are subscribed there on the Apple Podcast app. You can also listen on SoundCloud if you want to find us that way, uh, Sporting Times Take 5. But as you're listening to my little spiel here, go ahead and leave us a, a rating. Leave us a review. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what teams we should be covering, what stories you'd like to hear us talk about. And then make sure that you follow us on Twitter at Sporting Times. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Times, STFanClub.com is the place to go where you can watch all of our coverage of the high school sports. Uh, but you can also catch it on the Sporting Times app on your Roku device, uh, also on the Amazon Fire Stick, and also now on Facebook Live when we have the live event, so you can catch it there as well. I think that's all of them. No? What am I missing now, Doug? Really, Joe? Which... I mean, your seat is still is still available I, 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 at WNKY. Oh, yeah. Oh, see? I knew it. Because I haven't been there yeah, in that's this, right. since ever. I haven't even been to the new studio. It's and beautiful. Of course, it's beautiful. The sporting time show on WNKY NBC 40, uh, 6 o'clock on Saturday <laughs> nights. <sighs> TJ's going to take my seat. <laughs> it's not fair. But. <laughs> But yes, the Sporting Time show. Make sure that you catch that as well. Anything else that I missed, Doug? Joe, I think I think you got it all,
1: man. You you got ninety percent of that right. Six months. I knew you weren't going to get the uh, the show. show. I knew you were going to. You know, you were focusing on all the other stuff. Well, you've got
0: you know you've got TJ. You've got Allie doing some stuff. You know, you don't even need me anymore. Allie's gone. Really?
1: Yeah, Allie's back uh, across town. Oh.
0: Yeah, I wished
1: her well, man. She's a oh, she's a great one. Mm-hmm. Allie Ali is back uh, at WBKO, and congratulations to her. She is one terrific uh, young
0: lady that uh, has a super bright future. So we we yeah. really well, wish her you well. Can get, you can get Brent, you can get Patrick. They're all in there on NKY. They they can get involved too. So no no, no. They're, they're working. Yeah, they're working. Yeah. So uh,
1: we got you. We got to get you. We got to get you. Uh, Back to a. I
0: don't know what kind of schedule you can I do to get what we're doing. I don't either, Doug. Maybe anyway, midnight. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, thank you guys <laughs> for tuning in to this week's edition. And for Doug Thompson, I'm Joe Brunk. This has been the Take Five Podcast on the Sporting Times Broadcast Network.